This is an ohs.com.au production. Okay, fantastic. So I'm uh, here today with Peter Dingle, uh, who's based in Perth. And Peter, tell me what you what you're currently doing in relation to health and safety. Tell us a little bit about your career. Okay, well, Brendan, look, I started out uh, as an academic many, many uh, decades ago. In fact, I think it was about three decades ago. And uh, I've always had this passion for looking at that, uh, you know, more of a total picture of health, not just um, uh, a treatment or a symptom or uh, a drug or even a nutrient. I've loved the idea of looking at um, the whole picture. Um, and, and, you know, it's my philosophy that it, it came back when, when I was teaching, uh, you know, my, my literally hundreds of students and so on, that, that you've got to look at all of the picture. And over so the last... Are you, uh, are you saying the picture in relation to personal health? Oh, ab- or, absolutely. You know, you, I mean, what I call, well, I used to call the dingle deal, diet, environment, attitude and lifestyle. And, you know, there's, there's not one area that dominates... Um, uh, and so you've got to look at them all. Some people, some people can head into a crisis through the stress that they're in. And, uh, for example, some of the work we're doing now on, on gut health um, shows that a lot of it is coming from you know, the stress shutting down the, uh, the gut, literally shutting down digestion, shutting down the enzymes, shutting down um, the microbiome. Um, so, you know, great when, when it comes to taking supplements and things, but unless you get that side fixed, it's not going to work the, the same. You know, you can, you can be the biggest meditator in the world, but if you're eating the wrong foods, then, yeah. um, you know, you, it, 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 it's that balance that we've got to get in every aspect of our lives. So, uh, you know, we're, we're constantly pushing that. And I, I suppose what we've been doing lately over the last um, couple of years is working on gut health. And, of course, everyone knows what that is now, Brendan. Uh, everyone, oh, gut health. Oh, yeah, I know all about that. Um, you know, what surprised me is how little people know. In fact, after researching this for a, quite a few years, I'm surprised how, how little I know. Do, do you think that there's a trend happening at the moment to people being more proactive towards their health, or do you think that the, you know, the majority of the population is still reactive? Oh, I, look, I, the majority is still reactive. I, I think we've probably got a 5%, um, you know, a 5% really... Um, a concerned group who are doing something, and these figures are made up, obviously, but it's 5%, and then we've got uh, another 10% who are sick as hell uh, and want to do something about it, and the other 70, 75, 80%, whatever it is, it, it just sits back and thinks, well, I'm, I'm okay. Uh, you know, uh, I, I'm not showing any signs of it yet, although they are. Um, yeah. and, and basically either wait till they get sick or start going on the pharmaceutical treadmill and um, get sicker as a result of it. And, and are you seeing the government doing anything about sort of the nation's health in general to, I mean, to support no. this more of a preventative approach? No, not really. It's a token gesture. Look, at, you know, at the end of the day, they've, they've got one hand which is telling people not to, uh, uh, not to eat uh, junk foods, and on the other hand, they've got all the, the, the breakfast foods that are sugary, uh, gluten-rich, gluten-enriched, in fact. It's not just rich, but gluten-enriched breakfast foods that have no nutrient value whatsoever and they're telling people they're superfoods for breakfast. Um, There's an an, an absolute contradiction. Then you've got the Heart Foundation, you know, on the one hand telling people to look after their heart and giving people the absolute wrong message. So, you know, there's there's too much vested interest 
in health. There's too much money, um, and the big players out there, the, the food industry, the uh, pharmaceutical companies, the medical systems, um, you know, they're, they're, they're billions and trillions of dollars. So whenever it comes to the, the final message getting through to the public, it's usually been filtered through so many uh, different lobby groups along the way that, that you know, there is, there is really no value in that information. There's something like 50% of the lobby groups in Canberra are, 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 are things like the big pharmaceutical companies. So it's almost like whoever's got the most money wins in some, oh, absolutely. some degree. You know, I joke at, oh, Brendan, I joke at my talks, you know. Um, I'm, I'm, I, there's, a, there's the pharmaceutical companies and the fast food companies and the breakfast food companies, which are all junk foods, you know, have lobby, gr- lobby groups and budgets in, in the billions of dollars, and I have $200. But I'll win. <laughs> yeah. So... I'm thinking that um, obviously it's an education piece and an education piece that needs to start quite early in life. Are there any other countries around the world that are doing a particularly good job in relation to this sort of thing? Well, look, you know, one of of the beacons around the world in a lot of areas tend to be some of the Scandinavian countries. And, um, you know, one of the things they've done is they've got rid of the, uh, you know, the things like the Heart Foundation tick, they've got rid of the government rating system, They've got rid of the, uh, the, the, the food pyramid and they've gone back and said, um, hold on, this is what you're supposed to be doing, uh, eating, eating um, you know, more fruit, more veggies, more nuts, more beans, more all of this and uh, get out in the sun, of course, uh, over in Scandinavia where there is sun. So <laughs> you know, it, it's really, they're, they're, they've just taken this proactive approach to, you know, a, a, again, Brendan, if we look back at the, you know, the creation of the food pyramid, which was the, the beacon of healthy eating for, you know, 25, 30 years, and it's still, some of it's still taught, which is unbelievable. You know, it, it was, it was um, the scientific panel for it actually came back and said, um, um, you know, you want, uh, you, you, what, what you do is have, uh, you know, two serves, of, uh, two serves of grain, two serves of, uh, you know, da, 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 and they made it, and it came back as, as three times more grain through the lobby groups, and, th- and that was the food pyramid. Okay. So, so, so you know, that, that, that shows up and it's constantly... So what we've got to do is, is, you know, understand that the politicians aren't going to do anything because whether or not they get in, although we vote them in, is determined by the lobby, lobby groups. Look, this, this reminds me so much of tobacco smoke. And right. I was involved with that for, for kind of a good 15 years. We actually, my, my research group, um, uh, I led the paper and, you know, we, we just published, was... was um, um, the seminal paper that got all tobacco smoking banned in clubs and pubs in Western Australia. Wow, that's huge. Now, what that, year was that? That one started it, and then it happened around the country. And then finally, the last one was New South Wales, which was about 10 years later. And the sole reason New South Wales was 10 years after WA was because um, a certain politician took on a, uh, a very lucrative directorship with Philip Morris. <laughs> it's, it's funny actually I've just, just been over in Europe and I've not, we really noticed how much smoking is just you know um, Italy and, and uh, yep. you know all those other countries that you can smoke at the restaurants everywhere basically but um, they've got, so the, got the smoke free chairs <laughs> yeah that's right you're in the smoking corner and it just wafts over everybody else yeah. we're quite lucky in, in many ways in Australia that the smoking's been yeah. Band, particularly if you're a non-smoker. Oh, look, absolutely. Look, the, the smoke is appreciated too. They really understand it. You know, it, it, it's taken a bit of time, but you know, kind of 15, 20 years on, people understand it, and you know, that's a huge move. 
And we, we need to do the same for, um, you know, the, the foods and, and the healthy eating and healthy lifestyle in Australia. We need to do, we need to do something significant. You know, a couple of ads on television we know doesn't make a difference. So with, no. your, with, with your background with the, the, you know, banning the smoking or, or helping to contribute towards that, t- tell me a little bit about the work that you're doing at the moment around the country because I know you're, you are travelling and you are putting on education sessions. Tell us a little bit about well, look, what's happening with that. One of, one of the things that uh, my research drew me to um, about 20 years ago was, was literally was gut health. And we started looking at um, toxins in the home and allergies. Then we started looking at these toxins and their effect on the gut. And then we started looking at... So for 20 years, I've been on and off, um, you know, kind of researching. In the last five years, we're just focused on gut health. But understanding it, and um, the, problem, the problem, Brendan, is most people think when it comes to gut health, both probiotics. Again, it's a marketing machine, you know. Um, let me tell you, no, it's not. It's not probiotics. That's that's a small part of the solution, but the real part is understanding the gut and the and you know some really simple concepts. So we've been touring around uh, Australia. We've done, uh, I think, it's 59 talks this year so far, and we've got another, well, probably 40, 41 to go. So we'll get to 100 or more. And uh, that's, um, a, that's amazing. And, and have you done that all off your own bat? Yep, absolutely. Amazing, and 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 tell us a bit about that. That people pay to to come and hear you talk, and oh look, we we actually, uh, um, you know, I've been doing this in in Western Australia over in uh, Perth and Fremantle for the last uh, two or three years, and we decided, well, you know, a lot of people are saying come over east, so we we did our Queensland tour, and with the exception of one town, we had um, booked out venues. Um, and then we went to Victoria, we had a couple of weeks break back home and then went down to Victoria for three weeks. And, uh, with no exception, we had booked out venues. So, uh, you know, um, 80, uh, 100, whatever the room took, um, 150, uh, in, uh, in a place called Warnable in Victoria. We, we had a Thursday night talk and it was so successful. We booked out the following Friday night. Um, yeah. you know, so, so, so it's been immensely, immensely successful. People, See, people are walking away, and, and most of our most of our marketing is literally word of mouth. Yeah, we'll, we'll do a bit of Facebook advertising, and we'll contact people. But people people are looking for solutions, and the problem is, if you go to you know anyone in whether it's the alternative medical solution or the pharmaceutical medical solution, it's all about taking a pill. Yeah. And you know, my my message my message is, is simple. That that may help deal with the symptoms. But you've got to get back to some real simple basics. And if you understand the gut, then, you know, uh, you know, I, I describe to people, your mouth is alkaline, your stomach yep. has to be extremely acid, your small intestine is alkaline again, and then your large intestine has to be acid again. And if, that, if any of that upsets, then, then you've got gut problems. And people think, oh, hold on. It must be the microbiomes. Um, no, no, no. You know the, the probiotics. No, it actually comes back to really simple, basic chemistry, and how you can set up your whole digestive system so that it looks after itself. And so, what, I, what are some of the basic things that I know? It's you know, it's probably fairly hard to condense it down from a two-hour talk. But what are some of the basic things that uh, the listeners could be doing to help improve their, their gut health? Well, I, I reckon one of the, one of the well, you know, I, I, was, I, I suppose I was get, just getting to the point where saying, you know, I, we, we arrived at the first part of the Victorian talk and we spent $25 uh, in a health food store 
just getting ingredients that are going to last us for the next month and a half. So that's how cost-effective it is, okay? Wow. Now, that isn't going to solve all the problems, but it's getting some of the basics done, and then you move on to the more complex ones, and there are some people out there with serious gut issues, and that needs a lot more, okay? There is no doubt with people with uh, you know, inflammatory bowel conditions that, that they're about to have operations. And, uh, uh, you know, so, so it's not all going to be this simple. But, you know, one of the simplest things I tell people is sodium bicarbonate. Um, okay. <laughs> Mackenzie's brand, sodium bicarbonate. Uh, I've got, or, got uh, some of that in the kitchen. <laughs> yes. Regularly yes. use it. And, you know, and, and basically just suggesting to people that here is the simplest thing. First of all, it alkalizes the mouth. It alkalizes the blood. It's anti-inflammatory, which is uh, a win. That's why... Uh, uh, but it's good for physical performance too. That's why they used to pep up horse, horses in horse races uh, with some sodium bi- Um and, and on top of that, it alkalizes, helps, it helps alkalize the small intestine. And, and, so, and so what, would you take that every, every day or how oh, would you, well, what would you, you know, <laughs> without giving <laughs> advice, I guess, but. Look, it depends on who you are. The, the research is, you know, I come from the research, and the research shows, you know, away from a meal, first thing in the morning is probably the best time. Um, yep. And, you know, it's a, it's a small amount, a half a teaspoon mixed in with some, some, some water and, uh, and so on. But, you know, that's the type of stuff that comes through. And when you do that, it means you're alkalizing your small intestine, and there's this, there's, there's this gut condition called SIBO. Now, very few people have heard of SIBO, but many people know it when I describe it. It's that bloating you get 45 minutes, that pain, that hard stomach, that, um, you know, it feels like absolutely everything is rock hard and blocked around uh, uh, about 40, 30 minutes, 45 minutes, an hour, hour and a half, stuff like that. Now, when I describe it, people look at each other and go, "Uh uh-oh, that's what I've got. Oh, that's what I started with. And, you know, the whole principle there is they've got the wrong type of, well, a good bacteria... Mm. Um, in the wrong spot. And the reason it's there is, you know, go back to basic chemistry, it's the pH. It's the acid level. In fact, um, that's why I'm getting back to sodium bicarb, one of the simplest solutions, not to resolve this totally, but a part. You see, everyone, in our talk, I, I emphasize that everyone is an individual. Everyone has a unique program that they need to test themselves, work on it. They keep a food diary, a food symptom diary. Um, and so people, people can walk away going, ah, oh, okay, here are 10 things I can start off today and I'll see how I go, see how I feel, um, you know, and, and then take the next step. And, yeah. and you know, it, it's, about, it's about empowering people, empowering people. Um, and, you know, when, when you consider that we now know that inflammation, not inflammation, but inflammation is the cornerstone of every illness out there, so heart attacks, strokes, cancers, you name it, um, gout, <laughs> right through to your arthritis, are all linked with inflammation. And when you take something as simple as um, sodium bicarb, you're getting an anti-inflammatory product in at an incredibly low price. And no, it's not going to get rid of rheumatoid arthritis overnight and all those things. But, you know, the, the point is it's a little thing that you do for a long time to get a, a real, real benefit. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, look, we're going to have to work towards wrapping up now. I've just got a few sort of outro questions that I'd like to ask that I ask everybody. Uh, Can I ask how old you are now? Uh, Going on 62. Fantastic. And and what do you do apart from your your gut health um, to keep fit? Um, Look, I walk. Okay. 
um, you know, I do really simple strategies when it comes to keeping fit and healthy myself. And, and this is, if we're on the road, you've got to understand that, you know, we're on the road um, probably this year, half of, half of the year. And so we just walk everywhere when we can. We go to a gym for a lot, you know, 15, 20 minute workout, but, but with some weights. So yeah. I always get some, uh, um, some weight bearing exercise. And on top of that, I always do my daily squats because they're the biggest muscles in the body and the ones yeah. that are going to keep you the healthiest. Okay, how many hours sleep do you get on uh, each night on average? Oh, pretty well seven, um, maybe eight. It's, sometimes it's a bit disrupted and the good thing about my life is if I need to sleep in, I do and if I don't, I wake up. So, um, yeah, <laughs> I, I can yeah. tell you though, with, when, it comes, when it comes to sleep, um, when I left academic life at university uh, about, um, uh, what was that, seven years ago, my sleep improved straight away. Right, okay. Um, that, that shows the role of stress there. Do you have any personal goals that you're looking to achieve over the next 12 months? Look, I don't have numbers. And, and you know, when I, when I talk about goals, um, I, I like having a number at the end. But, you know, our, our passion, our mission in life is just to change, to improve the health of Australians. And, okay. and this, you know, we, we know we're getting to, this year we'll get to 10,000 people. Next year, I hope we'll get to 100,000 people and, and so on. And when we get to those numbers, we know we're going to make a difference. And then the system will change. But when it comes to a, another little goal, um, I'm, I'm, I'm writing my next book on um, mental health. It's actually uh, the working, working title is called um, uh, Mental Health, the Gut and Nutrition. So uh, that'll, be, okay. that'll be out early next year because I just love condensing all the information and science into books and then uh, talking to people about it. And then so, Peter, if uh, people want to find out a little bit more about uh, what you're doing, do you have a website or somewhere that uh, people can get some more information? Yep, look, our, our website is just www.drdingle.com, drdingle.com. Um, and on there we've got our... Uh, events, we've got our free newsletter and blogs and things. We've also got um, a little heading there, I think it's called uh, Events and Tour Dates. So anyone can log in there and um, see when our next round's coming up. And I think we, uh, we've we got um, a couple here in Perth over the next three weeks Then we're back to Victoria. Uh, we're going across to Adelaide and then we're already planning November um, and it's going to be through Victoria and New South Wales again. Fantastic. All right, Peter. Well, thanks very much for your time. It's been great speaking to you, and um, it's been very informative on, on, uh, on gut health.